You're listening to The World According to George. This uninspired, puffy Midwestern man is looking for something more as he moves through life in his 30s. Welcome to The World According to George. I'm your host, George Thomas, and this episode of WAG is being broadcast from Niles, Michigan. And uh, today is a big day for WAG because it's our biggest interview yet. There's four of us in Studio G today. Uh, never done that before. Uh, Maple and White Design is here. Uh, so excited to have you guys. Uh, we've got the principals here. Uh, Becky, I don't want to mess up your last name. Azelson. Azelson. I'm sorry. I, I kept doing that when I practiced. No, it's Carolyn okay. Varga. Um, and one Fine. of their top designers, I think, uh, and our designer and our family designer, Amy Ball. Know Amy well. Welcome, ladies. Thank you for doing this uh, today. It is a work day. It's a Friday afternoon. You didn't have to do this. Um, so thank you so much. Really appreciate everyone being here today. Thanks for having us. having us. Yeah. 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 And this is one of our few like official, uh, more serious, or maybe it won't be, uh, interviews. <laughs> um, so so I, I think I was excited about this because I really care about design. Um, a finished home really relaxes me. It makes me feel good. Um, I'm just a very aesthetic person, and I always just want things to be 100% completed. And I feel like I go into a lot of people's homes, and even sometimes my parents' home, and they're there's things that that need to be done. You know, I want things to be always attractive and pretty all the time. That that's kind of that's just who I am. Um, we had a cold intro to you guys. It actually was my aunt, my favorite aunt, uh, Teresa, who gave me your company's name. Uh, but she herself had never worked with you. Um, she was just aware of you because she lives in South Bend. And then from this, you two sent over this little lady here, mm -hmm. this suburban mild mannered Amy Ball. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so why did why did you think to send Amy or is that just random or any reason behind that? Was she the most available and had no work? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. I remember, George, we talked on the phone. Okay. And initially you were like, yeah, I think my dad needs some help with like some new lights. We got this place in Niles and I'm not digging the lights. Can you help? And um, at that time, I think we were committed to some new construction projects. I'm looking at Caroline. Yeah. And um, we're like, We'll reach out to the team. And I think Amy mm -hmm. was the first person we asked. She has a great sense of style. And as you know, she's wonderful to work with. Yes. And so it was just kind of a Amy had time out. and it was it's serendipitous. Perfect. Yeah. And you're Amy, you're like, you do this part time or you're full time all the time? Or is this just something? So these two do it full time. So okay. Caroline and Becky are the principals. And then we have three part time people when I'm part of that group. And then Jennifer, who you've met, who's our office okay. manager. So the, all the designers under you guys are not, they're not full time eight to five people. Correct. That okay. is correct. Caroline and I are full time. And then a team of four that are all part time. Mm -hmm. When Amy's and ready, though. <laughs> <laughs> maybe when some of the some of your kids grow up a little more right? i think so i think so yeah. as time allows talk, yes. maybe talk a little closer i just okay. get worried there's gap okay between. is that better I, i'm sure we're fine Can you hear me more i get really worried um the mild-mannered suburban, suburban, suburban woman suburban and i woman. love george that you call her amy ball because forever in my mind she's not amy she's amy ball i know i don't know why that that's a great she's a lot of people do that yeah and i it doesn't people bother me at all that. yeah yeah because there yeah. are a lot of amy's out there but there's not Only a lot of Amy, Ball. Amy balls. Yeah. There you go. You're, it's still short and sweet. I think you can you can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Ball, Kelly Ball. Oh, that's your husband. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like when people call someone by just their last name. 
Which I never got. I was always just George. But, you know, in college, did that happen you guys when you were when your friends? Like just Jack from <laughs> Will and Grace. Just Jack. Yeah. <laughs> just George. Yeah, sometimes um, when I got married. I'm- but these are all your married names. Yeah. You're all married. Mm-hmm. And you all have children? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How, many, how many kids do you have, Carolyn? Three boys, six, four, and two. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So you're a <laughs> crazy wife right now. Two. Okay. Becky. I have two, 15-year-old daughter and okay. eight. Almost 13-year-old son. A little less. Maybe high school is crazy, too. Carpool? I don't know. Um, lots of carpooling for my son. My daughter's actually in boarding school. Okay. We're, what boarding school? She goes to Interlochen oh, in oh, yeah. northern Michigan. Mm-hmm. So different kind of parenting because <clears throat> I'd say a little bit harder, right? She's from a, a distance. Parenting from another state is a challenge because she's still only 15. But yeah. um, also a little easier. Really, only one is in the house. Right. Yeah, your life isn't very hard. Okay. <laughs> Amy, how many, what are your kids that you have three, I know. I have three, uh, 10, 12, and 14. 10, 12, and 14. Okay. 10, 12, and 14. So, yeah, all pretty busy. Three kids. Yeah. Relative. Yeah. Yours are so young, Carolyn. Wow. You turned two last week. Wow. And I feel Exciting. like I'm so old. Congrats. <laughs> <clears throat> um, okay. Yeah, I don't have, as the audience knows, I have no children. I have no plants. <laughs> I have no pets. I have nothing. What do I have? I have a cold, dark apartment that Amy's decorating. <laughs> if you want to add it's some gonna plants It's going to look a here. lot better next week. You got your stuff coming. I do. It is yeah. coming Tuesday. Yep. Yeah. Bed and I love nightstands and lamps. I don't know if you always do mm-hmm. two in each. Like this house has like eight different nightstands and lamps now. That's normal though, right? Or is if that- If you have enough space. If you have space. If you have space. And if you want to add plants to your place- Interior gardens in town plants, maybe. for thirty dollars, they'll come out and monitor your plants for you and make sure that they're. But that's here in South. But Bend. he lives in Chicago. In Niles. Whatever. Well, if you want to add some to any of your other. Oh, I see what you're saying. Time. Yeah, these other spaces aren't. We uh, we don't have like window treatments really, and there's there's not plants. But see, plants. The name of the game for us is you. Don't, we don't want any maintenance anywhere. Um, so okay. uh, we don't want anything that we have to maintain with get plants it, yeah. or anything. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we just, people are coming in. This is like, this is like hotels. They come in and they leave. And as long as there's someone, a maid somewhere, we're, we're okay. <laughs> if not, then it gets bad. You have moldy coffee cups. Um, <laughs> From the last time you were there. That's right. Yeah. And brand new countertop and everything's new. And then they sit on the counter and yeah, of course I look in, not just coffee, there's molds floating in there. Um, <laughs> Okay. Uh, since meeting Amy, um, I've added a lot more projects uh, to her plate. Um, we started here in Granger. We did new furniture. We did new lighting. We did a couple like fixtures and things. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the lake, and she's really become top dog there. Um, I always tell her she's got the final say on everything there, and that's that's more involved construction, doors, landscaping, roof, railing, bigger, m- more you know, not just a little refresh. Um, and now we, uh, or we've moved to, we've got stuff going on in Bloomington now, bedding, some furniture, mm-hmm. uh, some lighting refresh. Um, and, uh, next, uh, I really want her to take a look at Florida at some point, um, and visit that place. It's in good, it's all completed, finished, but it, there's things as time goes on the kitchen or minor furniture things here that need to be updated. Um, so she's kind of on the side for that, but that's something we're going to think about in the future. And then finally now she's furnishing my apartment, um, in Chicago for now, there could be more coming. So as it, (laughs) as it relates to Amy's talent, um, my only question is, 
how's her marriage? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not a real question. Um, I'm sure you're, you seem happy enough. I don't know. I am. Um, I am. Kelly. 10 out of 10. Good guy. I don't know him. Maybe he sounds successful too, but he's a good, good dude. Um, but yeah, why is Amy good at her job in your eyes? Because I spent a lot of time with Amy, not even in person, but just just let's say on the phone or text or blah, blah, blah. And she just seems perfectly pleasant and good at her job. Why is that? I think Amy is very careful about thinking before she speaks. I think she's, she, um, she articulates her thoughts in a way that I think is very concise, but I also think just her general demeanor, like you said, George is pleasant. Um, but I will tell you, she can be her. her no, her home is beautiful. Oh, and she's so ever taken me to her home. I helped her. <laughs> Maybe one day. I helped it's her. It's only two blocks when, from here. She, this is actually an interesting tidbit. She was our very first mm-hmm. paying maple and white client when it was just me oh. all by myself. Mm-hmm. She and Kelly were building not far from here. Um, mm-hmm. I helped her in that house. And right away I was like, oh, she's actually a client who has really good taste who I would appreciate their feedback and input yeah that was a decade ago it was which yeah. is crazy yeah we just celebrated 10 years you're d- having designers when you're like 32 who are you me what's going on <laughs> <laughs> yes george i was but you know i but i think that's like it was a good point i had just had a baby we had just moved and i was overwhelmed with yeah. what had to get done so even though i enjoy it and i had a clean slate it's super time consuming. I underestimated how time consuming it was. I underestimated how much our old things were going to translate into our new space. And I had a newborn and I just couldn't get it all done. And so that was like super helpful. Um, Cause they, when you have an aesthetic eye and a settled home, like you said, feels good to you, makes you feel good. And all you can do is see the things you want to change. Yeah. <laughs> so Becky flew in there and helped year one, which was great. How did you guys meet? I think we met at Knollwood. So I grew up with Mm -hmm. her husband and went to school. I was in her brother-in-law's class. Kelly was a couple years behind me, Mm -hmm. but had known them growing up forever. And I think ran into Kelly at the pool. Didn't know Amy, obviously, but um, connected. I think our boys... Mm-hmm. Are close to the same age, and so they started hanging out, and mm-hmm. and they're still buddies, and they like. Oh, them. that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, so the community kind of just yeah, that's that's nice, and that was but that was literally when you started the couple. That was right when we moved to town. That was before. Yeah, so what is we the moved here in twenty ten. I had banks in twenty ten, and then we moved. Yeah, so we I went into your old house one time. Years. We yes. were friends before, before I helped. Okay, with their new home. Yes. One of your, your son's he, name is Banks. Yeah. Love that name. Thanks. That's a great name. Because you left your other job and started this after we had known each other yes. for a while. Yes. Yeah. What was your other yeah. job before this? So I worked in nonprofit. I started a nonprofit that I, when we lived in Iowa before we moved here, um, the Student Hunger Drive was this huge nonprofit that helped the schools would collect food to give to the food bank. Um, and there was a family there that asked me to help grow kind of their nonprofit and bring it to South Bend. Um, Johnny Lou Jack, the Heisman Trophy winner, it was his daughter's nonprofit. Their daughter kind of ran it in the Quad Cities where we lived. So I brought it to South Bend 
ran that here. It was very part-time because I was pregnant, yeah. having kids, um, and did that for several years. And it was started Maple and White kind of concurrently. Okay. Um, but when Student Hunger Drive slowed down, I jumped in full-time Maple and White. Tried yeah. to be full-time. In those early years, it definitely was not full-time. Yeah. Well, and Carolyn, what did you do before? Maple and White. I, I guess were, when did, were you there 10 years? So you weren't there 10 years ago. No, I moved here about 10 years ago. Um, and I ended up coming from Washington, D.C. And um, I was able to transfer with my company, Ferguson, to this area. Okay. And I was working as a showroom consultant. And then I ended up being the branch manager over at the little Ferguson. You say showroom consultant like the HR? No, I was just a showroom consultant. Oh, I helped people consultant. pick out their lighting, their plumbing, appliances. Yeah, yeah. And then I ended up being the branch manager over there in Granger. Okay. Yeah. And cool. it was a lot of hours and not a lot of flexibility. So after my second son. I stopped Caroline. How many years in <laughs> Maple and White then did you become like a principal with her? What you, Was that... It'll be, it's right at three years. Oh, three yeah. years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Or four. It's more, I feel like. Warren's four. 2019. Four. Yeah. Four. Four. Yeah. Four years. Wow. Time flies. Yeah. Fine. My <laughs> middle child, Warren, is four. And when I was trying to figure out what I was going to do, Becky and I went on a trip for some of the software that we use for our company now. We went on a trip to Nashville to learn about it. And she was like, any chance you'd be interested? I gave her an old fashioned first. And then I was That's like, cool. oh, and by the way, come work Start with me. This, yeah. <laughs> Please. That's great. It's more, I don't know, like, that's what I would love to find here with this podcast. Like, I, there's no one, I don't have a partner with it. I'd love to find, like, a co-host or someone that really wants to do it just as much as I do. Because it's, I'd rather be around some, but one person, you know, yeah, to do it yeah. with. It's more fun, I think. Precisely. But, that's what I say yeah, all You the had time. employees, though, I guess, before. She always says that it's nice because it makes it fun. I'm like, I need to work on my jokes. Because she always <laughs> yeah. says I bring the fun to the... <laughs> Caroline is a fun day. person. Yeah, I could she tell is, she's a fun person. Even she in this is hour. naturally, yeah, naturally yeah. just she's a happy, bubbly. joyful, positive influence. Yeah, and that's great. All yeah. your, you must attract it. All these people are like that. The key, George, is you hire people who are better than you. Oh, number see? one rule in business. That's a, that's great. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just the schlub who can pick out the good George, ones. My dad would say that if he were here. He would totally agree with you. Um, but it makes sense. You know. Yeah. yeah. Bring in better team because. Ultimately, that's, you know, right. I don't want to be running this show. Let, let yeah. the good ones do it. She's, again, that's something my dad right there. You and my dad would get along so well. <laughs> you guys have the same business mind. GT3, we're going to have to meet sometime. That's right. You GT3 will. and business Becky. Yep. Oh, business <laughs> Becky. It did come out, oh, Becky. it came out. <laughs> um, okay. So getting, I got a little sidetracked because I want to make sure we got your backgrounds a little bit. But um, back to Amy. So this is why I think. She's good at her job, okay? It's not because of her design talent, even though I think she speaks to my aesthetic and has good taste herself, but it's because she doesn't impose her will on you as the client. She's incredibly easygoing. I think that's rare when it comes to to design types, and I've probably worked with, I don't know, six designers over, you know, since I've been alive. That's probably accurate. And they, they seem to be more, I don't know, designers to me seem to be a little bit flaky, very creative, but not business professional, you know? So, um, and by the way, these designers that I'm talking about that I've worked with are in bigger markets like Chicago or Naples. 
And Amy's just so straightforward. She's businesslike. I could tell you two are like that too. Um, and I want to talk about your software, the portal you use for the proposals and the payments. Mm. I've never seen that before. That's so easy. And you might think mm -hmm. that's a little thing, but I, I understand, you know, tech, it's, it's just so, such a simple thing to Did do. Did any I, of your other designers use no, it? No, none. They just, you gave you papers and email, uh, papers. I've never worked this much with a designer in the last mm -hmm. six months, the way we have, but I've never seen it. No, I've never seen it. No. And you found it helpful in what helpful, way? Helpful, better. I just, I love the little approve, disapprove. And I want to just mm -hmm. disapprove mm -hmm. everything she says. No. <laughs> um, and then the payments are just easy to make. That's not, mm -hmm. I never have seen a designer with a payment portal where you can do the, um, what you guys do, the direct deposit or what, whatever yeah. that is. The yeah. ACH, yeah. We do, I mostly do that unless there's a really big bill um, where that 1% fee's coming in and then I'll send a check. But, uh, uh, you know, Comedy's kind of inflation's bad, um, but you see the dashboard. I think I see all the your, dashboard. Yeah, we yeah. were just talking about that in the office because we don't publish that for everyone. But I feel like that's perfect for you because you like to see the picture. So I like you to see everything. See how it all rolls. So up. if you have multiple jobs mm -hmm. working at one time, you get but to does, see all of your invoices and where they're being applied. Yeah, the, yeah. And that's not even the invoices. All with mm -hmm. I'm always trying to find what she's picked. And even go back to things after something's finished. Yeah. So I want like a lamp that might didn't work for a space. Maybe I want that lamp for myself. You did. Yeah. So then we, mm. did, we we'll, so yeah, I want to go pull that or but I don't know. It's just easy and I just the, the comparison is I've seen nothing. So I'd rather have what you guys have. Well, no, that's good feedback. It. Yeah, it is. Really I think I could see some clients not using it, but I'm sure that's always well, the case. What I think is interesting is they're seventy. You're thirty. Yeah, you're thirty-two, right? And you're so accustomed to a digital interface and how easy it is to navigate for you. Yeah, I think probably a lot of our clients who are our age or younger appreciate it, and I think sometimes yeah. it's a little harder to educate someone who's just not comfortable with the technology. Yeah. But yeah, we love it. I think it mm -hmm. makes interacting with someone who's not local. Right. So uh, smooth. Yeah. And maybe those people, you know, like I wouldn't be able to meet with Amy in person very much. Maybe those people just want to do a million in-person meetings and go over things. And I would just get, that'd be so annoying. But I could see someone wanting that too, but. Well, it narrows things down much faster. <clears throat> so by the time that you do get together, you can have samples for those specific items to show how it will actually mm -hmm, look. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you have five different chair options and you've approved and declined so that at that point, when we do meet, we can show you the exact samples. Yeah. Well, and I think too, probably now it's really nice for you, Amy and George, because you guys have done so much together and there yeah. are several homes, like you mentioned, she probably gets your taste. And they're all pretty much the same aesthetic, right? I think, I think we, yeah, I think we brought them all up to the same level. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> Made them better. We're, working, we're working on it, right? Yeah. You probably understand the, what their family's looking for now so easily so. that you can probably just put things on. And like you said, it's approved decline approved. Like, yeah. And you can, and I don't, I'm not saying there's not that many, I would guess I'm a fairly quick approver. Absolutely. Like I'm not, we're not going through it, but we're not going over a chair 10 times. No, we're doing it once or maybe twice, or maybe I say, Oh, but it's, it's rare. But I think you do something well that not everyone does when they go into a project like this. You say, let's look at it all together. Because sometimes people say, well, let's I know, look at just this. Yeah. And then they kind of want to ease into it. But then when you make choices independently, it looks like you made choices independently. Yeah. We and do I enough think, of that in the uh, right. <laughs> life. Right. But I think we're trying to collect as many things as we can so that visually there's some cohesiveness. Well, and I think, and I think that's, that's smart. Sorry to interrupt. Mm. 
Gotcha. But I think that's why when you get a designer, they help you with the whole collective <clears throat> overall look. Like it doesn't make as much sense when you hire a designer just to do one one yeah one chair because then it's not an overall look. Yeah. It makes it much easier when you can do an entire space. Mm-hmm. I would guess do people try to parcel it out like when it comes to cost, or you're just or they just don't know what they want yet. Or that's all for all of you. <sighs> I think it can be a couple of things. Yeah, I think it can yeah. be. They don't know what they want yet, yeah. or they're not confident in necessarily our skill set, or don't have trust yet okay. in we can provide yeah. the look that they want. But it can come down to cost, right? I mean, yeah. I'll be honest, we're positioned as a luxury you're, right. service. You're a, an added, mm-hmm. an, a, you're not needed. Or you could say you don't need a designer. Exactly. Yeah. They just pick it. So you have great taste. I'm sure you can pick that one out. Like what yeah. you look, you're looking at looks great, you know? Yeah. But who I see the thing is, who has time to like I would never like what she's doing or what you guys your job is, you've got all these sites that you pull from the same vendors or whatever, but you've got to boil down to these I would just get I would lose interest in all the detail of of searching for the item. Well, that's why you're an ideal client. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some people love going into the details, right? Yeah. And they I love like spending the time pres- in it. Yeah, and but- not that you don't appreciate all the details that you see that she's put together for yeah. you, but I think some people really enjoy like I'm not digging gonna go deeper on- into it. But right. like when you're hiring a designer, like that's what we love to do. We want to be able to, to provide you the direction and, and yeah. just to, okay, once we've, mm-hmm. I guess, figured out the direction you'd like to go. Yeah, like you pulled seven lamps the other day. I'm like, God, it'd be so much a lot of work to do that. <laughs> we so. talked about every one. It was good. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I think um, whatever you, yeah, you guys, I, I think it works great because um, I'm a, more of a business person. I like that high level professionalism and you guys have captured it. So I, I think it's rare in that, in this space. I know I think a little, and I'm, I'm not a designer. It's not my background. I didn't go to school for it, but um, uh, I would guess that's what sets you apart from your competition, and it's kind of refreshing. So. I'm that business Becky is happy, <laughs> and I just <laughs> talked about myself in third person, so you can scratch that. But yeah. I feel like that's one thing that I worked really hard in setting up to dif- differentiate Maple and White Design because I do think so. There are a million designers who are probably five thousand times more creative than I am. But I think it's really hard to run a creative business and do a good job on the business side of it. Because yeah. that really, at the end of the day, if you want to be a successful business, it's probably more important than the design side. Yeah. And so I think having kind of that mindset of, yeah, we want to be creative and we want to have a unique look that we offer, but the business side of it is as important. Yeah. And the professionalism. You got to pay people the- still. Right. We, I couldn't, yeah. I could not pay this, the uh, designer in the past. She wouldn't send invoices and then later she would. And it was, uh, I'm like, how do you, I, and I know why she's probably not doing that well. I, I don't know, but I would assume not because she can't even get paid. Yeah. And that's not yeah. on the client. That's on, you got to run your house of, you got to have a clean house of order, you know, or, um, you know, a clean, what, what's that saying? Not house of order. Um, run a clean house of business. I don't know. It's some, we'll come, to, we'll get to it. <laughs> I could I could delete that. I often make up my own euphemisms, <laughs> yeah. so I don't ask me. But your, but I, oh, your yeah. house is in order. That's what I'm saying. Make sure your house. Make sure is your yeah, house yeah, yeah. is in order. Yeah, that makes. Unlike sense. Amy's, right? That's true. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's wild over there. But I do think that's why Maple Might is easy to work with as a client, but also as an employee, because us 
the other crowd, the non-principals, are able to just plug into the structure that they already have in place. So sometimes George has made fun of me because he'll ask a business question. I'm like, I'm not really sure. He's like, you're being evasive. I'm like, no, I don't even have to think about being it. being evasive. I know. I'm being evasive. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're able to do the client-facing stuff, to do the creative work, and then it just kind of flows on downhill because it's set up to do that. Um, so it expedites things, I think, at the scale that it's at these days you have the structure to support it, which we're is trying. Nice. We're working on we're it. Trying. <laughs> we're really the, is that a big it. investment to have software like that? No. And you know, it's interesting when we went to the IV training, <clears throat> it, it was started as IV and they were purchased. By IVY. House. IVY. Correct. Um, their little logo is an Ivy leaf, but they were purchased by house. I want to say maybe two years ago. Um, but it's house has kind of integrated that software into a separate kind of professional facing side, but they've allowed those who had IV prior to the purchase to just maintain their IV software. And so oh, that, so it doesn't change, mm-mm. it didn't change. It's been great for us. Yeah. 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 That's good. I feel very fortunate that we've not had to shift to house. It's Sorry, connected nothing against house, but. Oh, it is? Yeah. It's connected yeah. to QuickBooks. Oh. So and you guys use that to your, for your internal mm-hmm. finance. Okay. App. That's cool. Yeah. So it makes it nice. It makes, yeah. Everything kind of seamless yeah yeah we're luck we're very fortunate i feel like one of our big things with maple and white is that we offer furniture like you have here um and we have a warehouse to store it so if we're doing from start to finish that's something that i feel like we can offer that a lot of other people in this area wouldn't be able to offer is that we get to say okay we're gonna do your new construction project and then we're also gonna pick out your furniture and we're gonna order it we're gonna inspect it we're going to have it ready for you, and then we're going to deliver it right when the project's over. Yeah. Um, and this program that we're using makes it really easy Yeah. to help with the entire... I would say even that, that big company in Chicago, um, you know, they, they'll send a nice PDF of all the things you've picked, but that's, a, that's just like paper, basically. That's not a portal. That's not something... So it's you, they don't have... And they're... I'm sure. I mean, they're one of the, probably one of the biggest designers in the country, uh, furniture stores, and they have designers. Um, but uh, they, yeah, they don't have any of that. So, and they're mm-hmm. slow. They're slow, way slower than you guys. On because you. So if if I hire Maple and White, everything you're unless we're doing something in Chicago or somewhere in Florida mm-hmm. where you got to source it to like yeah. Crate and Barrel, Party Barn. You're everything's custom. Is that what goes on when you hire a designer? It's all custom stuff. This all has to be made. Well, we're fortunate that I think we've been doing this long enough where we've been able to establish trade accounts with a lot of our vendors. So we don't have to go to retail sites anymore. So we can okay. get like your crate and barrel. We can go directly to the company that's making your crate and barrel yeah. products and we can customize it a little more than just but I don't a want you of if, colors. If you I'm know? a really like I need to, if I'm a client that wants to do this huge project, I don't want you going to Crate and Barrel. We right. don't. Exactly. Yeah. We don't. I'm just saying we go direct to. Yeah. We're going straight to manufacturers. Manufa- yeah. And say, creating everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is the arm height that we like. This is the dimension we like. We don't want a skirt. We want this wood finish and this stain resistant fabric. We'll bring in from this vendor because we like that fabric to put on this sofa. Yeah. And it goes great with the new floor that you've selected and the rug right. that we've selected to go and. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What How, I think Caroline was saying, like in this area, I think that's a pretty unheard of. Service. I would say unheard of in, in a lot of areas, probably. But because you're in a, this is what second tier market or whatever, like Chicago would be a prime, maybe third. Like this is like a design desert. <laughs> design desert, yeah. <laughs> I mean, is there even any competition? Is there even any that many design firms here? There are a handful of design firms, 
Yes, I think I would imagine a lot of people even in this neighborhood didn't even hire a designer, a a nice neighborhood. They're not even hiring designers. The builder is picking everything. Well, that's, I think, one of the toughest parts, right? Like, And it looks like a McMansion then. Right. We don't want want that. One of the toughest parts is trying to educate people and and teaching them how much time goes into a new construction project. I think a lot of people think it's going to be an easy process. And some of these homes are semi-custom, right? You get this or that, or you get this or that. But on some of these higher end homes where you're making every single custom selection, it's like educating them at the beginning process and Custom's why they need a designer to help them oh, and yeah. how much yeah. time is actually going to take. So Caroline and I were talking about this in the office yesterday, <laughs> how here locally in our market, there's a disappointing amount of really nice homes where people have spent <laughs> a good amount of money, yeah. a good amount of time, and they are finished with the same materials as the homes that are a fraction of the cost. But if that conversation isn't had up front and they're planning on doing a quartz and porcelain tile bathroom and then they decide, oh, no, I'd like a marble bathroom. Well, that's a pretty hefty change order that then is often cash out of their pocket that they have to kind of come up with in order to like have the home be finished at a higher level. But if that conversation is had earlier, it's not an enormously huge amount more of money for some of these houses. like the act- To do a little bit nicer. To do nicer mm-hmm. finishes. And make it a little more tasteful. Yes, but if you don't plan for it in advance. But nobody here has taste, huh, Indiana? <laughs> I think nobody, we're, I think most people don't have out, any George. taste, I would say. Well, I, I think mean, no matter where you in live. the past a little bit too. Like I think mm. a lot of design trends hit here a little bit later. And I'll, a lot of times mm. like, oh, the we've coast, been doing that them. for like five, six years and yeah. I wanted to put gold fixtures in this house, but Amy told me that was like dead 10 years ago. So no, the (laughs) process is that we did. This was right for this space. I'm kidding. I didn't want to put gold. (laughs) I know that at least you don't do that anymore. Right. Sinks and things. Maybe you do. I love gold. Is it coming back again? Yeah, it's, yeah, it yeah, came probably. back. It's, everything's cyclical, though, right? Because it, it used to be. even hire designer. Just stick with a house 20 years ago and you're back in style again. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I watched that Jeff Lewis, you know, that guy in California. He's a, he's a TV show. He always says, like, on TV. And he said, it, he went over that. He said, the first thing we used to do was pull all the gold out of a home. And now we're, we're putting it back. So you just, things come it's back. It's different shades of gold I was that say, are going yeah. in. It it's not like your shiny gold. And now it's like unlacquered brass, uh-huh. which is. See, you people don't know what unlacquered brass is, anyone listening. Um, that's Look why you up. need maple and white. Okay, so for, our, for, I guess for us, how big a client are we, like, are we? In small, medium, or large? For you guys, because so I don't know what the market commands. This. So we had talked about this, because we were talking yes, about we did. how there's, see, we did, and then I came you to the stopping point. You never answer anything. I did. I answer as much as I can. Evasive Amy. Evasive Amy. Becky now. knows because Let's she looked at the numbers. Everyone likes you because you don't ever make any big polarizing statements. Oh, please. <laughs> so I didn't know how you like categorize like a multi-year new build project where you have like a yeah, flat you can't fee, compete with that. And then if there's like yeah. a secondary furniture, do you count them? Do you lump them together as the same project? Do you lump the people? Do you lump, do you keep furniture? Like I didn't know how you organized it. So I would it. say, George... To answer your question in the not political way. Thank you, Prez. Thank you. You are the number one client for 2023. We are? Yes. Wow, that's great. I love that. <laughs> number one? What does that Financial mean? Financial cli- client. Oh. <laughs> Num- <laughs> and number one in terms of, yeah, Doing business the most that you've stuff. done with Maple and White. Yep. Yes. Did it. You but you need to. You can't ever give that to me. You're gone. Becky's our new designer. 
<laughs> You'll love her. I want the CEO anyway. Um, <laughs> also could be, Amy could be saying that's also, you're the number one in ease of working with too. Are yes. we the easiest to work with? Or am I? I think so. I kind of want to see it. We, me, it's all me. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. yes. Just because I just make decisions. I'm not a tire kicker. But I, I don't think, no. I mean, you're, you know, it's not like you say, yes, yes, yes. Like we talk about some things and you're like, ah, I'm not feeling it. And we tweak. But then I feel like our iterations are quick. So I think it's been really efficient. We've mostly never not disagreed on Mm-mm. things. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That share. Are I, you our num- happiest, number one happiest client of the year too? Probably, yeah. I don't you know, know. That's important to us too. The non-business I mean, side of, of course, me. You know, we also. Want to, I mean, it, I don't want. That's our goal too. Is, at the end of the day, this is, is not going to gonna make... be a funny response, but we wouldn't do all these continuing projects. Sure. It's all a compliment to 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 Amy and um, and to you. But but we interact with Amy, and um, you know, she might be at my wedding someday. Who knows? She might be in the oh, wedding. I don't happen. know. I told you, you can't <laughs> hire her though. She can't be on. Yeah, the that's not a risk really as much for me. Okay. It, it, you know, you get my dad around and he hires people. <laughs> and there are people that Amy works with that on, on our side, you know, that didn't always work with us 100 percent. So I could I could see that. But we can't because you go broke with the designers. Of fur- I learned one thing about <laughs> furniture. It's not at least in these projects so far. It's not lighting. You know, it's not fixtures. It's, uh, it's, it's all your custom, your furniture, you could spend like, if it's, say maybe I built a home and it was, I don't know, 15,000 square feet, a big home. Whew. Okay. I bet you could easily spend in a blink of an eye, half a million dollars on furniture. Oh, maybe oh, more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe 12, yeah. maybe 8,000 square feet then. Okay. I was say first thing we do is shrink that home because no one needs a 15,000 <laughs> yeah. square foot home. Well, but- <laughs> I want a ballroom, but <laughs> no, I don't. Sounds great. I'm joking. Um, I would say I you want to plan like the clients that we work, we would tell them at least 20% of the cost of the home should be your budget. See, I think a lot of people, even people building homes like that, don't think that. Oh, don't 100%. think of it. Oh. Ever. forget but, about their shades too. Yeah. Window treatments oh. are so window expensive. Treat- but I yes, say, we got kill- yes. Mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. nice part is the work you've done with Amy will be classic and timeless and you're not going to have to redo it in five yeah. more years. No, I mm-hmm. definitely, right. So I think well, it's worth the investment, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. really good quality. Yeah. It's timeless. Mm-hmm. And I think your dad will be happy here Yeah, for 20 years and not feel like he needs to refresh it all the time. Whereas- well, he won't even know. He'll just, <laughs> we'll do more stuff. I, yeah. But no, he, he is, I think he has, he's, it's, he has said things, you know, I think aesthetically and mm-hmm. he was not a guy that would talk about it, but you know, he, you could tell he enjoys the space more, um, this space. It's just cozier. Yeah. You had said that you thought that once it was done, he would enjoy it. Typically whenever I, if my dad and I have something we disagree on or, you know, I know I'm going to do the very mm-hmm. best I can and mm-hmm. whatever we're doing, I take away home design. Um, after at the end of the day, he wants he's he wants the best quality stuff mm-hmm. too. So mm-hmm. he's going to be happy. You're not gonna. It's not going to be like he's going to come into something and say, "Oh, George, we why did we do that?" And that he, he'll he'll mostly just enjoy something. So he's not going to think about it beforehand, though. He's too busy other things. That's but. why we so like it. Let us think about yeah, it. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Um, we have not made a lot of progress. This is going to be a long show. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I think we have and we haven't. I don't know. Um, I'm not going to, I won't keep you here all night. Don't worry. <laughs> so I want to know if Carolyn or Becky has seen a picture 
of a this pergola we have at the lake. Has anyone seen no. that? See, okay. See? They haven't seen it. You are so too restrained. good, man. So restrained. Um, so you should ask Amy what she thinks of it. <laughs> Amy, tell us about the pergola at the lake. <laughs> I forgot the lake. It is... Oh, it, you know what? Sometimes... It's already funny. Sometimes, sometimes you have to pick things that are practical or functional and this falls over into, design th- that falls it falls into that category and i heard about the function and i knew it was gonna be just right and then i was surprised <laughs> she can't keep a straight it when it was this is what i've never seen was, her more emotional uh, come out of her in my entire life i think it was a friday when that picture came through too you it were really been... giggly you almost <laughs> cried at lunch i did that was even a couple days later it crying it, of laughter but that's because was... she cares so much about you guys yeah. that she wants to make sure you're making the right decision um, i think the fact that it's its arms are bolted to the roof is turned to turn off maybe <laughs> don't worry we just took 20 grand down the drain <laughs> but it's it, pneumatic so yes, it's, it is. So it's yes. on the lake. The lake is a menace. I don't like the lake. You know, it's cold and it creates its own weather system. So one of our other guys there knew, Thomas says, we don't maintain things. Or, you know, yeah. certain people don't maintain anything. Okay. So we want to go in and go out like a hotel, in and out, in and out. So we could have done umbrellas or this huge overhang thing. And uh, this wise employee said, That'll never happen. Right. No one ever is going to put it down. Right. It's going to rip Blow off. Away. You had already ba- lost several umbrellas. The balcony. <laughs> yes. The the railing is glass now. Yes. So it it, oh. it uh, we'd probably get sued because it'd kill someone on the street. Yeah. So then we came up with this, or someone did this. I didn't. This pergola that literally can move like at the top, and it's a permanent structure. Oh, so like if it's sunny, if it it's sunny, fl- yeah, oh. yeah. Like little flaps go up and down. Function but see, this is not right. a big home. It's very much a, a small cottage. This thing just—I didn't know—I didn't know it was so crazy until I heard her reaction. But it was just <laughs> shoots out of it, and it changes the aesthetic of the whole house. And it's a permanent structure. So I, I asked Amy, "Do you do these on new homes?" No, we don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> we don't. They, apparently, you design new homes so oh, you don't gosh. need things like that. Oh, I can't find. Do but you it, have it? They have—they're a big company. I don't know. I think it's good. It just, it's bigger than I thought. I don't think I have it. Do you have it? Oh, um, yeah. We'll we see. have to share it with them. <laughs> Let's see. I don't know. I've got so many pictures. This, I know. This must have been longer ago than I thought. I thought I put it in. I have, but you I can type in at the top a location and it pulls up pictures from that location. Well, I didn't take it though. Will it come up? Yeah. She'll be caught dead taking it. Um, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna go over by Carolyn. Okay. Oh wait. Okay, I'm here on mic. See? Look at that thing. See? No reaction. I got more. You see it? Everyone's laughing. That's the best one. Oh, we hate it. in person particularly now that the slats is that what we call them are up for the winter it's do they have to be up for the winter that yeah the snow probably right right so you kind of let things Mm -hmm. pass through it it's it's just right it's it makes sense for what you guys it really does right it really does sometimes i guess is more important who knows that's right you know i don't go up there um okay (laughs) uh let's see did some of these basic i don't know what did you guys always want to be in design were you always that way 
Do you always want to be designer? Is that something you eventually wanted to do with your life? Yes, I always, always I loved, I love design. Um, Obviously, when I started selling toilets after college, I didn't think, you know, that was the direction I wanted to go forever. But um, I got to work with a ton of designers when I was working in D.C. Um, and I loved the design aspect of it and helping make all the selections. So it's always been something I've been interested in. I was taking two <clears throat> design classes at night after work when I was living in D.C. Oh, you were even. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you were always into it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love design. Um, didn't know if I'd get to do it. And I feel fortunate that I connected with Becky because now I get to mm -hmm. do what I love. Um, yeah. But I would say none of us are, uh, Becky always says this, but none of us are like classically trained with like four years in design school. Mm -hmm. But we all had a, a strong interest in design. I feel like we all have, we've all had prior jobs where it's helped us understand the business side of, of things. Yeah. So I think that's been helpful. What was your major in college? Carol? Art history. Okay. How about you, Becky? Uh, education and sociology. Okay. But then no, she no. went to Notre Dame for business school. Oh, you did go to Notre Dame too? I did wow. for my MBA. But so it's funny. I was Smart cookie. So, and Amy went to Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. Go and Irish. You, so you, you were a D1 athlete there. Swim, Correct. Right? Yeah. Did, and you played somewhere D1, didn't I you? I played tennis at Virginia. Yeah. Oof. See, guys? I was a volleyball player, but only D3. Still, wah, wah. the D3 is good. We have, we have some competitive people on our yeah. team, too, <laughs> that love sports. But, but we see in my old company, um, and our, our CEO is a good friend of mine, we he, we always were impressed by anyone's resume who played sports like that because we knew, you know, we didn't know firsthand, but we saw all the people that were D1 athletes and what it took, or athletes in, in any school, what it took and that drive. That's a good indicator of success, I think. And I didn't, it wasn't my idea originally. It was it was uh, the CEOs. He always hmm. thought, um, you know, that's impressive stuff. So, hmm. yeah, that's interesting. You guys all did that. Mm -hmm. I feel like companies like to hire athletes. They yeah. know they have a good work ethic for sure. Yeah, that's a big. You were tennis. Mm-hmm. Wow, but you're really good at tennis. I played tennis. Back They're in both the day. good at Did tennis, you? but nothing. We much. met. Becky and I met playing tennis. <clears throat> you know, I went to Voluntary Tennis Academy. No, you, you did. did. Yes, I did. And I have nothing to show for it. No. <laughs> it took you, me from three singles to two singles in high school. Did you just go over the summer? For several weeks, yeah. Over the summer. Oh, fun. For oh, like three weeks, so cool. three, four weeks. Do it, you still play? Yeah. Well, I don't play that much now, no. But I would play. But it's hard to play in the winter in Chicago. George, this summer. I know. Have you gone on the pickleball trend? Uh, I am good at pickleball. I have right. not played pickleball I that much he but he just challenged you he looked like, right at you and I, said i, I like I'm pickleball. Good at i could pickleball. do that I, I you would just slaughter me in tennis but pickleball i could do see that's like the, that weird? the equalizer pickleball it's like all yeah because i bet you're not you know in, yeah. i i'll play pickleball and i you know i think it could become fun and it definitely allows you to play with a more diverse group of people yeah um, my true love is still tennis yeah I although some people have taken the, the leap some people have taken yeah, Caroline's going to be out there holding up the save the tennis court. I mean? will. I'm going to be a lot. Like, oh, I feel like some ball. people have yeah. left tennis for pickleball. And my over. aunt plays pickleball like it's her job. But I, I just went out there for an hour and a half with someone that is very good at pickleball in town. And she just went to nationals and I said, let's just play tennis. And we played and it was great. And we had played two sets. I said, don't you feel like you got a better workout? And she said, yes. Like you just in do what tennis? In tennis? Well, you're running. It's bigger. Yeah, you just. Yeah. I mean, it's still a workout though. Pickleball. 
No. Wow. A little bit. Come on. A little bit. No, it is. No, it is. And I think it's fantastic. You can play with family on vacation or when you go back home for holidays. Like it really allows like several generations to be able to be out there playing together. And I think that's fantastic. Just something that keeps you active instead of sitting on a couch drinking and being jolly over the holidays. You could go do something. Yes. Amy. Um, they just put nine pickleball courts right across from my building in Chicago. Did they? Not yeah. Wow. It was a big deal. They're always active when the weather was good. Do you love hearing that at night? Uh, yeah, sometimes. I'm like, why are they? Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> no, we live in a it busy, is, it's a noisy sport. Yeah. Um, it, it, Becky, you also, you always wanted to be in, like, this was always your plan to have a design business and be in design. No, it definitely was not always my plan. Of course not in college, maybe with those majors, but, um, so I loved it. So when I turned 13 and had my bat mitzvah, my request for my gift was to redo my room. And so I always kind of loved design. Um, my parents were very practical And after I finished college, so I did my student teaching and realized really quickly, like, oh, boy, I should not be a teacher. I'm not patient enough. Hence the double major, because I was like, this isn't going to be a good option. I wanted to go to design school after college. And they were like, "Uh, yeah, you're done. Like, we're not going to pay for it. You're cut off. Yeah. So I had to get a job. Um, But then chose to go to business school. Super practical had always wanted to go to Notre Dame and my parents, because I grew up in South Bend, wouldn't allow that. So I was like, well, this is my chance. I'm going to go. How old were you at this time to go to Notre Dame? I started there when I was 24, 25. So not so long after college. Four years after I graduated. I started there in 04. I was there 04 to 06. Um, Mendoza. Is that what it is? Yeah. Mendoza. And then took um, a job. So I met my husband there. He was... He's the smart one in the family. He did business school in one year. I was on the two-year party party plan. <laughs> but um, he was from the Quad Cities. And so we got engaged in grad school. And I followed him out there. And I worked. That's in Minnesota? It's in Iowa, oh, Iowa. Illinois. Damn. So it's where the Mississippi River kind of splits. That. Oh, that's Iowa, the, Illinois. something else up there. Twin Cities. The Twin Cities. Okay. Yeah, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah. yeah. This is not quite so glamorous. No. I've never <laughs> been in Minnesota. They have four seasons, though, now, so they must be decent um, <laughs> in Minneapolis. Um, you have to go visit and give the review because I've I heard that on your podcast. Wait, before. you guys got to listen to that. You could take Maple and White Design. We'd yeah. be happy. <laughs> Expense that, Becky. <laughs> well, I'll sure pay for half. We'll and listen you to this. I could pay for half. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, I end up um, at this company. But by, by about 24, you knew a little bit. No, well, so I got, it was always like deep down in okay. there, but I think. But that's it, not why you went to business. It school. had to be repressed. No, okay. business school was very practical. My parents yeah. were like, uh, "You need to be able to support yourself." Yeah. And a degree from Emory was great, but find a real job, and it's not going to be in design. Right. So I worked. Um, Han makes metal filing cabinets. Yep. They have a boutique office furniture line called All Steel. <clears throat> And I went there for brand management and I was in their seating division. And every time we got to do a brochure and like make the chair that would be in the brochure, I got to pick out the fabrics and the finishes. And that's when I'd get so excited and I realized like, oh, I still really love design. I want to do that. And Edelman Leather, like, please hire me. Like, come yeah. take me away from, from all steel. So fast forward, um, we moved to South Bend my, for my husband's job. And I took design classes like Caroline. I took one at Ivy Tech and I loved it. And um, my teacher there was fantastic. Shout out to Gary. And 
at the end of my presentation from that one class, I was like, all right, so what, will, what class should I take next? And he was like, uh, just go start a business. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, what do you mean? He's like, worst case you fail, you can come back and take more classes. Yeah. So I American was, dream, really. I mean, that's I mean, you can do whatever. It was 2010. The economy kind of had bottomed out already. It was only going to. I just finished high school through. then. Oh. I'm really <laughs> old. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was, he was a great teacher and he encouraged me to go start. And I didn't. Here we, here we are. are. And I figured yeah. it out. They, five of. years out, you know, you already, five years is a huge thing with new companies and you're a 10 so obviously it's going well mm-hmm. as long as amy doesn't torch the business okay <laughs> um how'd you guys come up with the what, what were the name i like the name <laughs> also it also could be like maple and walnut maybe not even white but maple and white is that, that's kind of a fancy name I, where'd that come from business backing i mean this was just kind of good luck or, or bad luck look at it however you'd like uh when we were trying to buy the url is that the right term, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted BA interiors. BA, my initials. Badass. <laughs> oh, I like Badass that. Interior. Badass Becky is so much better than business <laughs> Becky. A lot of Bs, you could say a lot, a lot of, of things. Bees. So I was Becky Bankoff. I was BB before I got married. What's, wait, what is that though? Bankoff is my maiden name. Oh, right. I was a BB. Anyway, um, I want to be a That's interiors. a good name too. You could have done Bankoff and Associates, honestly. I don't think my husband would have no, approved. Oh, maybe not. Because now... <laughs> Because that your name now is hard to say. It is a hard one. Good thing it's not the business name. Right? Because <laughs> it wasn't available. Yeah. I couldn't buy it. Um, so we tried so many iterations to purchase, and they were all taken. So finally, he was like, all right, name some things that you really like. And I was like, my favorite color is white. This is your husband you were talking to? Yes, Dan. Um, I was Dan. like, I love the color white. He's like, well, what else do you like? And I was like. That's so boring. My God. White? And we've been told <laughs> by I, another client told us. <laughs> You know, white isn't really a color. And I was no, like, it's a color. Mm. Um, yeah. Lots of shades of white, right? You could do a million. A million. Lots. That's why you need to hire you a love designer. It. You guys there's just, so many I colors of white. But then I, I love maple, right? Like I put maple syrup in my coffee, maple cookie. So anyways, I'm like, ooh, that sounds kind of nice together. There's, mm. there's really no See, I have reason. such an ego. I would have had to put my last name in there. I would have put Thomas Design or something. GT4. No, not that. <laughs> Number four design. No, I, it's a good name though. Timeless. Thank you. Yes. I don't like your design. umbrella for all kinds of things. Yes. So. And I liked it because it made it sound like there was more than one of me. Yeah. Because there was an and. And that you're maple and white. It's just mapleandwhite.com, not ampersand. It is. Well, our website, you. correct. You got to spell it what all out. What if I type in maple ampersand white? Will maple and white come up? Probably. I don't know. Let's try it. Okay. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's never a good question. That. Let's see how good our SEO is. That's right. I think if you search it, it definitely does that. But if you actually type it in, I don't know what happens. Yeah. The ampersand I love. Yeah, I mean, that's I've part of our, our logo. Mm-hmm. It's like a fun mm-hmm. symbol. But yeah, the email address you have to spell out. Oh, I did. Came, okay, I t- typed it too many times on my computer. Oh, shoot. So. It came up. Yeah. Second with one. the ampersand. I just did maple and white with ampersand, and it came up second. Oh, good. Oh, good. All right. But, I mean, that might be, would that be because I've worked for maple and white design and maybe it, it could know your phones you track everything. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. feel like phones, like, are smart enough to know, like, <laughs> oh, if she works for maple and white design, she's probably looking for her own company. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Did you did you expect Becky for it to become like this big and take this you know be this kind of thing ten years later? No, you didn't. I mean honestly, when I started, George, I didn't know what I was doing. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'll, most people. Yeah, really, I was like 
this will be fun to try to figure out. And um, yeah, I think it's just kind of slowly evolved and grown. And I think that's the fun of it is like, I'd say I still don't really always know what I'm doing, but I like that challenge. And Neither does Amy. To, so that's good. <laughs> and trying to figure Punch it out. Back. <laughs> I, feel, I feel a lot more confident about the design side, but I just mean like. You know, you what about a, having employees and things like that? Running a business, HR, yeah, culture. I, I, I mean, Notre Dame would probably like to hear me say I was very well trained and I knew exactly what to do. But really, I had no, no classic like. Do it all over this again. This is how you'd set up a design firm education, right? Would you have done business school if you had to do it over again? Oh, a million times over. You would do it a million business times school? over. Well, I met my husband there. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was fantastic. Forget Greatest him. thing that's happened. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in terms of... Even for running Maple and White, it was, it was helpful. Yes. It's not just fairy dust and... Her her business acumen has been super helpful. It like has. she has that maybe hat she on just a has lot. Because I think a lot of times I'll be like, no, maybe we shouldn't can't give things away. You know, yeah. like I feel like it's it's uh, it's been really... I think it's coming very useful. That's mm-hmm. good. See, that's good for people yeah. to know. Because business school is, you know, I don't think people realize actually how required. much is happens behind the scenes. Yeah, but Notre Dame's a good school. I would. Uh, we always talked about that. Unless you go to top ten or top twenty, it probably doesn't make sense to just go to any of these, you know, online programs for your MBA, right? You Unless you're probably trying to learn some niche thing some niche-y to thing. like, because you know you mm-hmm. want to go yeah. a specific direction to help you. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a big proponent of education. You are. I think it was the greatest gift yeah. that my parents gave me. Um, I think, I mean, one of the first things you said was like, we all mm-hmm. attended, I think, pretty top tier schools. Nice schools, yeah. And I think it's important to come across. And I went to things. IU, but we won't talk about it. <laughs> that counts, George. You That's were a... very professional as well. Okay. But I think, I don't know, I think there's something to be said for a liberal arts education. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that helps you in presenting and communicating right in the business world. Yeah. I do think that education will move in a direction where you have to be more specific and knowing what you kind of want to do. I think, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Like in the beginning, pick something that you really, I don't know right at the beginning, but if you're an undergrad and four years of something, it would be, helpful to yeah. I wish I had taken business classes for yeah. or just like learned more of that instead of just only art history. I mean you'd learn everything in a liberal arts school, but right. I don't know. I'll be interested to see how education is. Well you'll get to go through because your 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 kids will be there. Yeah. For so sure. you'll be able 100%. to guide them with it. Which is a tough decision I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Knowing where your kids go to school. Yeah. You got a ways to go though on that one. I <laughs> Twenty years from now, I do. Oh, okay. I want to ask uh, Becky and Carolyn. So, what is the most uh, important thing for a new home project? Who, who, Hmm. which person is the most important? I've got three choices. Okay, I like a multiple choice. (laughs) Your architect, your contractor, or your designer. And if I'm missing some glaring one, please bring it up. I would say starting at the top, like having a good organized contractor, is extremely important to help guide. Because people tend to get pretty upset with all those people. Maybe not designers as much, but uh, people hate their contractors a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I hear, I'm hearing talking about my friend on dispute right now. He's building a home. They haven't, they haven't broken ground. He hates them. So communication is the number one most important thing I yeah. think in being mm-hmm. upfront and honest and 
proper expectations. But I feel like we partner with some specific builders that I think it's made it. And strategically, we do that. Right, you pick which ones you like. I don't know if we always pick, but we know like certain builders that we like to work with that we know will be organized and communicative and have that same type of clientele that we know would probably be interested in hiring a designer. Yeah. Yeah, because ultimately our agreement's with the person building the home, not the builder. Not the builder, right. Um, But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think... The contractor drives a lot. I mean, that's a that's a really hard question because without a good you set of plans, if you don't have a good set of plans, you're already starting. Behind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the it contractor. It's so emotional though for people when they're building a home, which I guess makes it sense. It is. You're it, investing it, so much so, into the so home. So peppers right? can flare, right? Mm-hmm. You guys have seen it, I'm sure, with clients. But that's why our ideal projects are getting hired at the very, very beginning. Yeah of infancy yeah. of the, the build, right? So that we really get to help them at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So that way, like if they're already far into it, then yeah. things are far gone and you can't go back and make any changes. Yeah. I think that's when you see the tempers, right? Yeah. If, if you've yeah, that's a lot of money down too. the path mm-hmm. everything. and there are some mistakes, yeah, if, if you're working with the right architect, builder and designer from the get-go, I think you can avoid a lot of those headaches and frustration because you've made smart choices yeah all along and you're you're communicating and everyone's on the same page and ultimately you're not having those last second change orders where people feel like they're throwing money away and they mm-hmm. still don't have the look that they want mm-hmm. yeah when you guys are involved in a, a, a new home build big home big pro- big client big project are you your fee you're still charging an, an hourly fee for design time and or are you all just getting all the is all the deal coming from your furniture and all the things you're picking and that you get commission from that? Or is there both? There's always both. I would say. Is that a tough question? No, no we're, we're in a, a process right now of figuring out structuring okay. everything. Yeah. And what makes most sense. I think you're paying for the creativity and the experience that we have. Yeah. That's like the most important asset that we bring to the table. Yeah. But yeah, there's certainly time in selecting furniture and time in meeting with clients and traveling to job sites. Yeah, so, so that yeah, it all kind Although of. Although I've noticed, in. and this is, you're going to like this um, response. It's not going to be negative at all. It seems like she's light on the charging us for the hours she puts in, but that makes me happier, and then we do more business. So I don't know. I've never had a problem. <laughs> uh, that's why she. Or I'm just that fast, and she doesn't work. Do have to do that much. Well, it's interesting that you point that out because I think she's very cognizant of the fact that probably you're going to do more. Don't charge our lunch on there. Amy. If she, <laughs> if, if she puts more hours in, cause I'm sure she's probably done more hours, but yeah. I'm sure she's Whoa. thinking, she okay, like but I'm looking nice. at a lot of things yeah. that I don't know. You know, I'm spending more time. That'd be so hard for than me it too. Been, like, you know, so I'm sure she's strategically I thinking think about general, that. And yeah. I know that that, but that's also like something I probably just personally need to get better at. Cause I'm, you know, it depends like when I'm working on something, but then sometimes like the day just gets going in a different direction. Well, I'm not and saying And I she, maybe forget to log in. I'm not, well, well, I'm not saying it seems like crazy low. I, I've just seen, I've heard from other people like well, this designer started working with us and we immediately get a bill for like 20 hours and it's insane. And that's like, you know, four grand and they haven't ordered a, a single thing of furniture. And that person just shooting themselves in the foot because that that's not what. I don't know. So a lot of times a little bit at the beginning of the project and you probably got an agreement from Amy to sign mm-hmm. off on 
and no. we'll pro- we'll address the scope. No, we did. We'll address the scope of the project and everything that you'd like to go over and yeah. have done. And sometimes clients will say, "Well, can you give me an idea based on your hourly rate, like yeah. how many hours you anticipate spending?" So that way, we're not throwing you a curveball, like when all of a sudden you get a bill for hours, because you know, okay, if they're anticipating spending this many hours, yeah. A lot of times, I think, again, like I said, communication is important, and people don't communicate up front. You know, just so you know, it might take this much time. Like they think getting all this furniture room is going to take four hours. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. but a lot of people, it's just educating them because they haven't worked with the designer before. Or they don't yeah. know the process. And That is something I didn't know about when you're talking about these. So uh, with any designer we've worked with, and it's just normal that you're, you're also paying for the storage, the shipping, delivery, installation. So you get, there's one more fee or one more bill at the end when everything's finished. So let me ask this. But is that's, great. The, that's everybody. That is everybody. But I think in the coming year, Although, that, would, you, <laughs> would you like this better? So I think we're going to switch to Amy sends you a proposal mm-hmm. and it's got X, Y, and Z on it for Bloomington included at the bottom will be the shipping, receiving installation, delivery fee all rolled up. At the time you purchase the furniture. So you're not getting those invoices after it's all done. That's kind of like, oh, I owe more still. Like, but you don't not... know what an install is going to, how much time that's going to take. How do you predict those hours? But we've been doing it long enough that you we do, do know. know. Yeah. So I think now. So you're we're going to estimate. We're, we're that looking be... at all of our okay. previous like jobs in the last several years to yeah. understand how much so oh. that we can give a better. That's not, we're not trying to make money on any of that. No, you, but you have, someone has to pay. It's, it's a real covering. shipping fee. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. real time. Yeah. So yeah. Would that be more palatable? I don't think yours is, uh, the, I think if it's a, just a small, like one of these bills was like $56. <laughs> okay. So yeah. stuff like that, or if it's under, say it's under for a full uh, multiple bedrooms, living room furniture install, and it's under twenty five hundred bucks. That's not a big deal. It's it's when like we just did something at the lake with a because we still had an old company involved, and our we were changing furniture out, and maybe it was us, but we had to pay another bill. It was like thirteen thousand, you know. So that's like ugh, you wince at that, but no, I, I think you're the other people, the other people, not yeah. you. Yeah. No. Because in the and also this just takes like I'm so instant gratification. This stuff takes so long. Furniture takes so long to come in. Design. We had something here that's delayed for. Well, that's why weeks. we're wondering if it would be more palatable because it takes so long and you've paid yeah. up front to order everything. Maybe right? it would custom, be. I don't but then like three clients. or four months later, all of a sudden you're getting a bill for two, three, whatever the amount yeah. is for all of the shipping. You're like, oh shoot, I thought I was. Do people done. complain about that a lot? No, I think don't. it gets a little confusing sometimes because like you don't know what the bill is for. You forget. I think you there's don't think a little about bit of disconnect because there's often time. But then we're also adding on stuff from a whole host of vendors and then a whole host of miscellaneous. So I feel like it's like, well, this goes to this. So this goes like there's it's yeah. It's just a lot of miscellaneous stuff. Yeah. We, and it feels that way. There's as much as we try and consolidate it and organize it, it's all the bits and pieces. Yeah. We source from lots of vendors yeah. and you don't some you know the they shipping right when you little, order it. Yeah. Some don't give you the shipping. Yeah, until so maybe it's, it's, a, it's impossible to have all that rolled. That's in. why we think just estimating up front oh, will be yeah. a more pleasant experience because they'll write one check. We'll show up on install day and they're paid up and everything's beautiful yeah. and they're and happy. Because once it's installed, not... it feels done. Yeah, of and they, yeah, yeah, and then you get a bill. Like you're yeah. happy, and then you're like, oh, one more bill. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay, I promise we're making progress. You everyone okay with time? Yeah. Are you okay? Carolyn. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, what are the in the U.S. today? Like I, I don't know what what they mean. You know, contemporary or transitional. What are like the top five? like design aesthetics out there in the country right now or what maybe they've always been there. I just want to know what they are and like one sentence def- definition on each one. Cause I never know what, I, I never know what to call something. Like if I'm with people are looking at a house or looking at, I'm like, what is that contemporary? So, yeah, is it modern? I, I don't know what it is. Or I is it so subjective? It's a traditional modern people love the word transitional. I'm not, she called, she thinks that's one. what I am. I think. Well, like, I think a challenge with some of the things in our area is they're either a watered down version or a hodgepodge version. Like, (laughs) don't you think some of the things like this house has craftsman elements? Mm -hmm, The iron in it, too. And the wood. Mm -hmm. But what would you like? What would you say of this space? (laughs) Modern Western. Yeah. Oh, that's good. How about that? Modern for this? Well, yeah, because I think it's. <laughs> but look at the windows. They're definitely more craftsmen. It's almost like craftsmen's craft. Because no one knows what they're doing when they build right. it. It's fine. I know what you're I saying. I mean, I think it all works. Yeah. Amy's made it look great. I But there wasn't I, a one You know, no I'm one not, was thinking about it when it was built. Yeah. And I think kind of That's not un- abnormal. There's some some general terms, but I think a client who has an idea of what they like, That's you Oh, no, no. I think you can mix a lot, right? Yeah. I think every person's aesthetic kind of should be unique it's to them. Diff- it's so you mix them up. Yeah, you can't. We try mm-hmm. to. Well, I think that's really in right now too. Is to to mm-hmm. mix, right? You don't want it to look like you got two couches and a chair that are all the same. You know, like you yeah. want to kind of feel like it's a mixture from old and new, but mm-hmm. all kind of comes together nicely. I don't know. Yeah. I, is there one most common people use in the Midwest? One aesthetic you're always seeing, always using, all the time. Late nineties. <laughs> Late nineties, even for a new home. <laughs> no, that's, or no, just something that's old. Just like mm. no one redo. It's not redone. It's funny because I think a lot of um, interior design firms have a very specific style that they do, and I feel like recently some of the clients that have come to us we've gone different directions and I think it looks very curated and put together and nice, but we haven't, our particular clients haven't gone in one direction that we typically do for every single home. We really, maybe, and maybe that's why you love working with Amy so much, right? We're willing to hear what you have to say and try to, to put together a space that makes sense for you and your life and what you like and not just yeah, so this, is, this is a one mm-hmm. style that we do and that's what you're getting that's but, yeah. pe- but you know do some but, designers do that oh I, I think when you're a big time designer you have a look yeah and they're hiring you because that's yeah. the aesthetic and then especially if you also sell the furniture right like that company in chicago they sell they do both yeah mm-hmm. so they're yes. really a furniture store and they have designers yeah. i i don't have any aspirations to be design famous, but I feel like, you know, you think of Ralph Lauren and everyone immediately knows what that looks like. I think our design firm is very different in that we want to help our clients achieve the look that they'd like. And we're going to curate it and make it feel collected and unique to them. But it's anyone could walk into it and be like, Oh yeah, they used a designer. This looks pulled together. Yeah. Okay. What, so what I'm said. I'm modern, Contract. traditional, <laughs> transitional. Maybe I could do all those. No. Sure. I think I think you French country. 
No, 100% no. Right, no. That, that's a no. I think you... I heard that word. <laughs> you like... You like, yeah, you like cleaner lined things. And, and that's modern? I think a few of the things you like are modern, but some of them I, I love, would say mm. are more classic. Classic. Good. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you have good taste. Thing. You have good taste. All right. Yeah. Thanks. She said it anyway. Um, <laughs> you don't like clutter, I'm guessing. No. No. I, I can tell you've out. been here. It's nice. Some bachelors, you know, like. My place is like a hotel. Just had things everywhere, right? Like, and well, you, you, you know, we I know love that. throwing things away, and I love going to Goodwill and giving things away. It's great. Just get rid of it. Not everyone in this area is like that. In this <laughs> structure we're in. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's see. We are. We're so. Say I've got a budget for a new house. This is a scenario I wanted to give you too. We're able to furnish it completely, but it ends up eating up the whole budget. Say you're, you're got all the furniture in, and you we have no money left for accessories. We have no money left for little books and little trinkets, and maybe we need a lamp here. Um, how is that? How how much is that going to take away from the space if you can't do your final wand, Tinkerbell, finish it out? <laughs> do you hate that? She hates it. Carolyn hates it. Becky's pointing at Carolyn. It's funny because I think a lot of our clients they don't even oh, think like about said, accessories. Yes, right? and they don't think about the cost of the accessories. Yeah, and as she said, we're in a design desert. Like if you live in a city. We could easily just go to a bunch of different places, purchase a bunch of things, bring them in, set them down, and say, what It'd be do you cheaper. think? Yeah, what do you think? Well, like, you can keep the things that you like, and mm-hmm. we can take back the things you don't. But when, since we live in an area that doesn't have a ton of places. We're not being great advertisers for the area on this part. Move to South Bend. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. It is wonderful. It but is. For this but for specific this, what thing. You're in, the business you're in is not. The options are limited. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we can, we try to help guide a, a client and really understand what they're looking for at the end of the day. But of and course the, you and would. we know a lot of the clients that we're working with that are designing, they probably would be okay for us to get the accessories at the end because they understand they're not working on. It's tricky I though. I feel like your home should be personal to you and you have some special things that you But you guys incorporate. She's done that. Yes. And that's when I yeah, that's what I was gonna get stuff. to is I think I think it should be a marriage of some purchase things that you need to make the space feel finished and polished. Yeah. But you should also have some of those things that are grandma's but picture it's gonna, and but Becky, it's gonna be a minority of the stuff, right? Yeah. You're gonna still need more stuff to buy. Yeah, like mirrors, lamps. I yeah. mean I'll be honest, we'll go to Goodwill and is find a lamp a an bunch accessory? Of- no. Home goods, you mean? I mean, it can be functional <laughs> and or an not. accessory. Yeah, right. Can be like both. Goodwill layered lightings and you don't go to Goodwill, do you? No, to you buy. Home... Did you mean? No, but like if you want a stack of books that are just pretty bindings, yeah. take the covers off. I'm not saying we go to Goodwill oh, for our good... clients, but I've oh. gone for my own house to find just you know... for the look. Yeah, you I want need candlesticks. We got plenty of books here if you want. I, d- I actually do really like the collected books that are here. <clears throat> I think a lot of our clients in this area that we. Are, are building their forever second home. That just happens to be a lot of our clients right now. So they do have the one they're going to retire in. Yeah, like and they, so they do have some items that they've built up over time that they want to. And then you're like, utilize. Oh, I bet, I bet you're, I bet you're like, oh shit. Well, we, this, we will we go in to take the pictures and we'll remove some items yeah. and we'll bring in our, our own accessories. I mean, I'd be good at that part. I'd be good at removing stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah, you would. For hire. You could be like our no guy. Like this doesn't make the cut. No, I'd say no a lot. <laughs> um, we'd probably start firing people, honestly. Uh, firing clients. Um, <clears throat> what, what, do you, what percentage of homes in the U.S.? I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. What percentage of homes you, in the U.S. at any given time are completely finished? Oh, I have no idea. I have. What's your gut? Knowing what you know. Completely Can you finished? please define like completely finished? Yeah. Accessorized, don't need any more construction. You turnkey, done, done, done. Are like done, and it's also been updated. That people are living in right now? Like, that people are living oh, in. I bet it's lower than we think. Even lower. I don't know it. I'm oh, a, I would think it's a low percentage. Yeah, like under 10. If you're saying updated, I think, yes, I would agree. But everyone's is vision yeah, of no. a completely mm-hmm. finished home is different. Maybe not even updated. Let's say it's not even updated. But there's plenty of homes out there that aren't up that are also not finished enough. I mean, and there's another category. Like right? mine that's still so, art on the walls. Yeah, like that. Yeah. So you'll never, you'll always have a job in this case then. April and White will. <laughs> and luxury goods, really, even in this weird economy that we had last year and now, you know, with inflation and everything, but the, the market's still 20% up. Every, so, I, so if you go on Michigan Avenue in Chicago mm-hmm. and you see these big open retail vacancies, okay? You do see them. Oh, you know, yeah. Macy's. Things are boarded up still. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Gap is gone or whatever, North Face or whoever you want to call it. You go to the really high-end part of any city um, or you go to the Mercedes dealership or you go to Rolex, unchanged, okay? They're tripling and quadrupling stores on Oak Street right now in Chicago. So th- you're in that business a little bit. I mean, you kind of are in those same yeah. clients. So you're, you're kind, you might be in an insulated business where – you know, unless this specific area's economy can go down and maybe then you're you're dealt with that local economy, you may never have that big of a problem. Unless think, the whole country goes into depression, then we're screwed. <laughs> Which I hope we that could happen. happen. It could happen it, in twenty thirty. That it definitely decade. could. I I think we're because we're positioned where we love new construction, but we well, also love, love large remodels. Yeah. In this area, so many of the homes were built in the 80s and 90s. There was like that big boom in Granger. So there's a lot of stuff to redo. There are going to be a Mm. lot of large remodels Mm -hmm. that will need to happen. Um, Construction may slow. And I mean, it's all cyclical, right? It picks up and then it slows down. But I think when the new starts slow down, that's when you start to see people staying within their footprint and just wanting to remodel. So hopefully we're savvy enough to tackle both. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we never know, but I, I, that's what no. I've noticed. Like people love to talk about the economy. I'm like, yeah, and it's true. And I, I, you know, people, you know, unfortunately, if they're in that paycheck to paycheck middle, you know, middle income part of it, they just get screwed. It seems like more and more. But mm-hmm. that's another discussion. Well, uh, that's when you hope you find clients so that have an appreciation for. Like you said, you like to come home to a, a yeah, space it makes, that makes you it feel. It makes me a healthier person. And there person, are those people honestly. out there. It's just us finding. Yeah, because it decreases know. my stress. You yeah, know, if your stress is lower, your blood pressure, heart, every, it's all connected. Yeah. It's all emotional. It's all that. So you're, you're helping people in that way. Maybe if, if, unless they're as much anxiety as I do, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know um, is, my, my pits are pretty sweaty. Yeah. My, my blood you pressure. You are? My, right yeah, now? The... Oh, no. Okay. Oh, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm good. There's no other secret questions here. Um, <laughs> no, I just feel like, you know, when you start to have conversations about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Natural reaction with it. Um, okay, let's see. Deodorants in the car. <laughs> Any like number one mistake you always see people make time and again when they're renovating or building a home? Hmm, good question. 
I would prefer to always keep designs classic. I think trying to follow all of the new Way trends. Way too trendy is too, not good. It's okay to incorporate some new trends, but I think when it's like, oh, I saw this here and that there and the neighbor did this and you're trying to incorporate so many different new trends that in five years you're going to be over that trend and you're not going to like the end result. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. I also think people see these like beautifully curated images, which are often like very tight. And then they're like, I want this. But it's like they're attracted to the nicely done image. And it may not directly translate well into like their space. It's like, well, that's nice. You don't have a bank of windows here. Or like your room does not include a fireplace. Mm -hmm. So needing to, um, I think a lot of people need that help to say, let's talk about the element that you like and the element that'll work in your space. Because I think some people take things too literally and it doesn't translate and it's flop any major trends you see that we don't know about here yet in the midwest that's coming that hasn't come here yet i think i hope i think color's coming back in a big way color not white i mean maple and white <laughs> might change to maple and red yeah <laughs> um yeah i feel like color and pattern i think everything was very safe and neutral for so many years and I think that has a time and a place. And of course, I love my own home having lots of color. Oh, um, you do. But I feel like when we were at High Point, right, it was kind of like this. Where's that? North Carolina? Cosby yes. sweater. That's that big meeting. or the, What is that? A, a conference in design? It's a... Or furniture thing? Yeah. It's yes. A, it's, it's the furniture market. Oh. But they, they have like You guys go every year? We try to. That's cool. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Uh, I only know about that because of that show I watched. Jeff Lewis. I don't know that show. He's, Jeff Lewis? He could be really he be tough. Bravo. I don't know. He was on like 11 years. He has a years. podcast. He does? I listen to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I'll have to check he's, it out. Yeah. He's, I think he's good. He's decent aesthetic. I think he does. I know you're yeah. asking us the questions, but can I ask you because you're a podcaster? Of course. It's better two-way. What are your favorite podcasts? I was thinking about it today because I was oh, looking God. for some to listen to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have that many that I can stay. And I listen to Jeff Lewis. His show on... A Sirius XM radio. It's Jeff Lewis Live, but it's on the radio. But it's short enough that I can get through it. Okay. So it's only yeah, similar. It's only like 40... I listen to it like five minutes or ten. Yeah, minutes. it's only forty-five minutes. Or <laughs> after commercials, only like forty-five or fifty minutes, and he's really engaging. I try to listen to him to learn things because he's he's not a radio guy by trait. You know, he, that not what he did, but he just he had that show, and then to keep anything going like this, though. Five days a week for an app. That's real, that's a talent. Like Joe Rogan, what he does, three hours, and he doesn't seem to have a script. Howard Stern, all those guys. I love Howard Stern. Used to listen to him all the time. Um, so just the main. I don't have any real little pocket ones that are kind of up and coming that I listen to. I listen to music mostly. Oh, okay. Yeah, or I have, yeah, music or Jeff Lewis Live is what I would be most consistent. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I have too much ADD. I can't get through things. <laughs> I can't get through Joe Rogan. It's too long. Like somewhere with three, three hours, hours long. Wow, that's a lot. So yeah, that is. And I get sick of listening to this show because I, I have to listen to this show and edit <laughs> yeah, this show. We're not going to be three hours. We're going to need to. No. Do you typically like with a new home like th- these can lights you see here? That's whatever basic. Do you do you try to get art lighting really high end? So you do push that lighting, okay? Mm-hmm. You know. I I think different people don't think about that either. Levels of light are so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To have 
some recessed lighting, but then the fixture. But you also want lamps. But ambient lighting, all these things. Yes. You're like under there were no lamps lighting. over there before. Yeah, I too. understand that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I never think about the intelligent lighting system that like a new home would have. Like or, a- or having like those can lines you wouldn't do with, at all. You would do some like square, artsy, more peaceful light. A lot of our clients aren't as interested in that. They're like the square yeah. cut out into the drywall. They don't like that. Like, yeah. that's that's pretty mo- like pretty modern. There's it's one a pretty clean. I, I you love like that it look. though. It is nice, but it is such an additional. It's such huge cost, I yeah. bet. Mm-hmm. It, is. it is. What is that Lutron that does that, or any that's they multiple do? Vendors? There are lots of vendors. I just think even if if someone who doesn't have a huge lighting budget, dimmers, dimmers can make dimmers. such a huge difference. Yeah. What you were saying, what you just want to be able to control. That's a good point. The levels of lighting. Well, all of these were added with dimmers. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Good job. So Chuck did Amy. that. So that was, I think actually you brought that up first. But, I can't remember. Um, I have terrible memory. Yeah, all the ones <laughs> we're no looking memory. at did not have one. And I, they all do. I know is I hate that cold white, that cold blue white. So I there's really a color that. spectrum, mm-hmm. color scale, okay. Kelvin. Okay, but you should answer this correctly. You know, which one do you like? All warm. There, See, there we go. Only warm. Yeah. Like really warm? Just, I don't know. That that's maybe slightly too, too warm, warm. This light over here for me, but it's fine. It doesn't bother me. Like that and that is totally different. That this light that we got, and then the can those are a this little more. This is twenty seven hundred. Like your warm, warm back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I would like probably half that warm, but that's too that that's maybe not warm enough. So what would I be? I mean, I, I would say them. most people do 3,000 right 3, now. 000. It's like a Even warm warmer white. than this? It's a warm white. Oh. No, 3,000. So the lowest is 2,700. That's warm. And the higher you get, it's like a cooler, bluer light. Oh. So you know all the Christmas lights you see outside yeah. from like <laughs> 10 years ago? Yeah. Before LEDs were... Sophisticated? Yes. Or, they mm-hmm. used to have all those blue lights. And so all yeah. the Christmas lights you see and in the yard that look light. like... I yeah. really don't like that. That's like a really like high, that. high number. But if you go down closer, like... You're 2,700, your warmest you'll get. And then 3,000 to 3,500 gets like a warmer white. Yeah. And that's probably what you would like. Yeah. We pulled all of that out. Everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere I go, I pull it out. Yeah. Wherever Light bulbs or even it's just a bulb, whatever. So, okay. Final official question for you guys, uh, Carolyn and Becky. What is the end game for this business? What do you hope to do with it? Are you just going to keep expanding it? Or is it like like a business that I was in? You know, eventually you sell it. What what do you do with it? Ten more, say, fifteen more years is down the you road. Know, You're funny. sixty years old and fi- are you our sorry, business coach? Release no, your okay. age. <laughs> uh, I'm only forty five, so give me fifteen years. I said fifteen. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know we. It's funny. Like, are you gonna work to the bone forever? And no. Okay. <laughs> we just kind of went through this exercise. We hadn't done it before, which. Well, good I, official. Yes, I think we're trying to focus mm-hmm. a little more on the business side and be intentional about it. Um, we have a little bit of a different answer just based on our age and the age of our kids. Are you my age, Carolyn? 39. I think I, when um, you said you graduated from high school in 2010. I was 2009 officially. High school was my high school. But yeah. so no, you're a little bit, just a little bit older. Yeah. Um, Ideally, I don't want to work until I'm 70 years old. You don't. When do you not want to? When is the retirement age? <laughs> I don't know if there will this. be like a hard, a hard yeah. cut. Um, I mean, I love what I do and I love the people I work with. And I think it's great. We have great clients and every job is different. So I feel really fortunate that I, I truly am happy to go to work 99% yeah. of the time. Um, 
But I'd love to get to a position where I don't have to be involved in the day-to-day. You don't mean the ops every day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I foresee myself going until at least another decade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've identified that we'd like to be more of a boutique company that don't push focuses, that away. Oh, that focuses on. <laughs> sorry, that I know I'm really loud, so I was pushing the microphone away. But um, we want to hear it. But more of a boutique design firm that focuses on larger remodels or and new construction projects, mm-hmm. and hopefully we can because we've been doing it long enough, you know, charge more for our time and take on less projects. Yeah. Do the ones you really want to do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And mm-hmm. we, we don't have any intentions of growing our team to be like 50 people and have a huge warehouse. You know, like we're, we're yeah. not looking at that. We're trying to have a good team that can accomplish, you know, what our, our goals are that, and it doesn't need to be 15, 20 people. Yeah. You know, um, you could remain, the employee headcount you have now could just stay that the same way it is in 10 years. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think I think learning how and to Amy work. Amy needs to go full time. Come on, Amy. What are you doing? Maybe next year. Okay. <laughs> That's an employee right there. Another half an employee right there. <laughs> I, I you think could double it, your team and not hire anybody. I mean, I'm with you. Yeah. We can talk after the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we'd like to get better at working smarter. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we have to take on more clients. Yeah. To do that, I think I think we're kind of at the right level of clients. I you think are. it's just figuring out as Maple and White has grown, I feel like we're super fortunate to be in this community and our name is a little bit more known. And so I think figuring out who the right people and builders and architects are that we want to work with and feel like they fit the same mold as yeah. where we want to be. Mm-hmm is how I'd like to approach the next 10 years. Yeah. Very good. Sounds like a good plan. Yeah, we're fortunate. I don't know. Congrats on you. You just hit 10-year anniversary. just hit 10 years. And I think the first 10 years, I kind of winged it. And the next 10, we'll we'll have a better Yeah, we're definitely being more strategic right now on how we're going to approach moving forward to be, yeah, like you said. Yeah. Very good. Work smarter, not harder. Well, I do want to end on, um, well, we'll, I'll do the songs of the week, but I want to say to everyone out there, if you're interested in talking to people who know how to make things look good and you have bad taste, which is probably most of you listening, <laughs> go to mapleandwhite.com, just how it sounds, or email info at mapleandwhite.com. I didn't ask you that, but I'm assuming that's okay to say. Yeah, or office, email, office at office mapleandwhite.com. Um, the and is spelled out. Uh, remember, it's not an ampersand. Um, or since you you all know I love DMs and I, I get almost none, uh, DM <laughs> me uh, and I'll give you Amy's home address and sell. <laughs> She'll love that. Available twenty. She's not that good at texting, I will tell you. <laughs> but she does have three little kids, so yeah, it's better than that. What is your radius outside of South Bend? What is it? We an hour in every direction. Two I mean, hours in every for direction. For the right project, I would you say we go anywhere. Go anywhere. We'll go to Naples. Yeah. Or Amy, I should say, we'll go to Naples. <laughs> um, right now, I'd say we're kind of in that. Hour, hour and a half radius. Uh, and you'll do things at Lake Michigan, of course. A hundred percent. You'll mm-hmm. do things, where else are we? You want, uh, Probably there's not that much east you would do in Indiana. We're out kind of, we're in Most Elkhart County a lot. Elkhart County. We're in Napanee, we're in Bristol, we've been yeah. in Goshen. Um, you know, Steve. going down south, like Lake Max and Kucky, we'll go up mm-hmm. to Diamond or Eagle Lake. We've done a fair amount. 
Yeah. Regional. Notre Dame is a good client, I bet. Or those that those developments. Yes. The family is a year for that. Because you don't yes. do commercial. Yeah, it has been. We have done commercial. You have done the commercial. right commercial project is you fantastic. Would. So any okay. We're particular about our commercial yeah. projects. We did mm-hmm. um Amy's husband's their family business. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. right. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. No. That was a great one. Mm-hmm. It was an advertising agency. So oh, people course. who get creativity and love yeah. that, that was super fun. But you know, the the pediatrics office may not be Yeah. It's all just dur- you want to be durability and stuff. But there's just there. a lot it's just we like just a different aesthetics. world. Yeah, we did. We did, did what? a med spa. Oh med yeah. Spa. That's cool though. I could see that yeah, being yeah. helpful. Yeah, getting art for it. Yeah. Um it just depends that you know, there's a lot more code involved in commercial projects. Oh, I see. And so you have to understand all that and yeah. I don't I don't That's understand annoying. all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, luckily there's not not much code here it can't be right residential here i mean you'll have inspector and some electrical stuff and lighting stuff but some inspectors are tighter than others who wants to have 15 electrical outlets in your backsplash in your kitchen yeah you're saying that's a negative well that's code it looks weird it's like every well that's what you just got rid of you have to have every why do you have to have it why why wouldn't they have to have that in a they don't want cords stretching it's a safety hazard of course osha there are ways around it to make it look better, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like it's one of those things that people don't think about. Yeah, and they don't Photoshop forget. them out of the pretty photos that people will show us. Isn't that fraud? Uh, who, who Photoshops them out of? I don't. The oh, manu- the, the builder? Just, no, no, no. Like the manufacturer will show a pretty oh. shot of a kitchen. Oh, and you won't. The client like me would be like, oh. Yeah. They don't notice that the outlets have been Photoshopped. Yeah, 15. Jeez. So there were a lot of outlets along the backsplash in the kitchen at the lake. And when we redid the counters, we had them moved so that they are tucked under the cabinets and we added under cabinet light. And then we ran the backsplash or the countertops up the backsplash. So it's a much cleaner look. And I think we've enjoyed the lights. We did under cabinet lighting there. Mm -hmm. Is that my idea or your idea? Was it your um, idea? I thought it was mine. Maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll call yours. <laughs> is that is that a, a, a is that classier, more high end to not do different backsplash and do your countertops up? Because we could have done we could have done backsplash there, but we ran the countertops. It's all countertop. From someone who loves a clean space, I feel like it makes it seem more. Yeah, that was a huge improvement. We got to show them that picture it after looks the so show. Different. Yeah, um, and if you're not going to be plugging in a bunch of stuff, which a lot of people don't have a right time, like. Here, yes, you have your coffee pot and your toaster. Not in my on the home. Counter. But like, Not my home. like if you have a separate pantry or if you have a separate yeah. bar area, you might have a different coffee station. Yeah, it's all station. plugged in there. So you're not really plugging a ton in there. So they're, they are exposed unless you have little trinkets. And a lot of people don't want that along their backsplash. Yeah. In their kitchen. I feel Especially like, George, it's... we need to come to Chicago and see your clean place. And then, you would like it. And then play pickleball. Yeah, <laughs> you should. Or, you know, if you want some... R and R, you guys are all married. You have kids. You go out one night, go out to the bars. You know, who knows? <laughs> have dinner. Uh, Amy needs to come up though and see the apartment. You don't know, like a five forty-five yeah. uh, wake-up call every morning. Five forty-five? No, not that. That's early. <laughs> um, that mirror went in finally. The oversized mirror at the lake, and um, where you did the custom mirror with those two huge scotches. Oh, have you seen that? I saw a picture. It looks really good. Okay. Gonna, the little where the plugs are is like cream and. And they're going to change it to gray. Yes, yes, or yes. Maybe that was you. I, I, or glass, I think it's coming. It's glass already, but they're going to change the, even the inside. Oh, like, oh, 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 the actual plug oh, mold. The actual plug oh, mold, good. whatever. So Good. That's a big that improvement. Is such a, that place is such a, so much better. Um, okay. Well, I do want to say uh, thank you to Becky, Carolyn, and Amy. What am, I, am I right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Caroline. Uh, Caroline. I'm sorry. Carol. Um, Carol. <laughs> Carol. Uh, thank you for doing this. This was a long afternoon, I'm sure, and you didn't have to. Um, uh, but I know you're, you're going to do well. You've got a great company. You've got a great employees. I mean, they're, you're, just, you're doing everything right, it seems like. So you, you deserve all the success you've gotten. Um, and I just appreciate your time. I'm just going to wrap up the show uh, by doing the songs of the week. Um, songs of the week. This week, Good Feeling by Duvall and Sam Gray. Good feeling. Ain't Nobody by Shaka Khan. Ain't nobody, nobody makes me makes me happy, makes me feel and Take Me Back by Lewis Thompson and David Guetta. Remember to listen to any of these songs that were featured today or to find any of them played on WAG. Just search WAG playlist on Spotify for the show's playlist. Every time I release an episode, that playlist uh, is updated. And just thank you guys. You can say goodbye in the Thank mic. you so much for having us. Yeah. yeah. And the invites. Our Thanks, first George. podcast. I know. Yeah. And maybe just maybe you'll get maybe one client from that. I don't know. Maybe not. If but, we don't, this is great yeah. anyways. Yeah. So um, we'll keep in touch. And um, I've, I'll talk to, I talk to Amy every week. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is not a <laughs> bird. She, it, is, it is fun. It is. We have a good time. Yeah, we do. Um, yeah, that's it for the episode. I want to say thanks for listening to the World According to George, available anywhere you find podcasts. Uh, remember to follow Chicago underscore pod on Instagram and DM me anything that's on your mind. Uh, I'll remember to bring it up on the pod. Um, otherwise, see you next time right here. Have a great week. Subscribe to WAG now and find out what George will sound off about next. New episodes drop every other Thursday anywhere podcasts are available.